Yeah. This be a life, no gimmick. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Triple S Podcast. <laughs> I'm joined today by my good friends Jordan Branker, Scott Mayers. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Welcome, welcome. All right, so I know we've been talking about getting some other sports on here. We've been doing a lot of football stuff. Uh, I've been trying to kind of branch into some other areas, so no better place to do that than uh, with the NBA season starting to talk about some basketball. So That's how you guys cool. feel about the NBA season so far? So far, so good. I mean, not not so far, so good for my fancy team. We were just talking. I got Curry. Yeah. He's down for three months. My team's cooking. It's only three months with a broken hand. Three months. Yeah. Damn, I feel like it would be more. I mean, that, that's, prob- that's probably a conservative timeline. I'm sure it will be. But Especially at the same time, though, you also have the best medical care you're going to get. That's true. Yeah, but that's at true. the same time, like, who else do the Warriors have? They're not going to be fi- They're not going to be fighting for playoffs, you know? Like, they're not going to rush no, them back. D'Lo could do it. Do you think D'Lo could do it alone? No, of course not. I like the league now. It's been rebalanced. Yeah. Yeah, but but that being said, that just makes it even harder for the Warriors to get in. They're not no, no, no. I'm not saying like in the Western Warriors Conference. I prefer gonna... this though because you go from having the super team that was like, okay, who are the Warriors facing in the finals mm-hmm. to they could be a lottery team this year. I, I had I had them going to the playoffs with Curry. Yeah, yeah with Curry, but three months is a long time to. to no, be out. I, I don't think they'll go to the playoffs now. All I'm saying. Is oh, at all. In the know. West? Ah, it's it's going to be hard, bro. Hell no. So on that kind of note of people having expectations that are being vastly kind of different to what's actually happening, so everyone kind of thought somewhat lowly of, uh, of the Warriors, people kind of thought the same way about the Raptors with Kawhi leaving. So what do you guys think so far about them, them playing? Like, they're playing pretty well. Pascal is kind of turning into that superstar. What do you make of the Raptors so far? I've been impressed, to be honest. The... They played better than I expected them to. You know, everybody. Lowry was the butt of so many jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, he's. he's don't know why you got paid. Too. Don't know why you disrespect Lowry. He hey, got paid. Lowry, don't disrespect my Raptors. It's no La- Lowry's not a superstar. He's no, he's not a superstar, but he's a veteran. Did you know ESPN ranked him higher than DeRozan? Right now, on what right list? Now, on the just ESPN top one hundred. Top one hundred. Because I think you have to look at not just like it's not just stats, right? It's impact. Like I think Lowry's a vastly better leader than DeRozan is. Like, I think Lowry gets other people going way more than DeRozan does. Would you not maybe, say? Maybe, maybe. But see... Like, I think one-on-one DeRozan's better. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's not a question. But when Kawhi left, he was so instrumental to that team's success. You know, like, like just like when they switched DeMar for Kawhi, right? Mm-hmm. The team immediately became a championship team, right? Mm-hmm. So that just shows how much he can affect, he can impact that team, right? And exactly. him leaving... Kawhi or DeRozan? Kawhi. Okay. Well, DeRozan too, but he's not, he's not on Kawhi's level, right? No. But Kawhi impacts a team more than a lot of people in the league, right? There's a few guys that, that impact team more or just as much as Kawhi. Mm-hmm. So when he left, I did. I, I got to say I'm impressed with how, how they picked it up. I mean, Nick Nurse has proven to be a strong coach. Yeah, um, I told you. I never said he wasn't a good coach. <laughs> I told you. I never he still said, told you. All right, told yeah, you. all right. He told me. He told me. I think it's the development of those players that were kind of on the fringe that's going to make or break the Raptors. So if Pascal can make that next leap into that that all-star level player. So far he has. I, I think so too. So uh, Van Vliet's kind of stepped up from Van that kind Vliet, of off the I bench. Did, I did. Oh, if OG, OG can make big well. strides this year, 
OG Heat. Like, he doesn't have to be an all-star, again, but if again, he can get a good 15 to 20 points a game. Right. This is a young season so far, right? So, so we're getting true. a small sample size. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it, see how it plays out. But OG's played well. Yep. Uh, Pascal's made that jump. Fred, I knew it was for real. Yeah. Especially the after way the he played in the playoffs, as as he had that move, baby. he was he's 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 cold though. He's cold. He's, he's nice. nice. He's nice because he went from that backup point guard to the alternating between one and two with Lowry. I like I like the way. Well, that's it. like we were talking about this earlier. We're we're in a state now of positionless basketball. One hundred percent. Like if you're a baller, you need to be on the court. It does. It does. It, you know, like it's not. You know, you got to have a point guard passer. You got a shooting guard that can you know create his own shot. A versatile small forward. A bit, a rebounding big and a scoring big. That's what do you think you made that come that, about? What do you think changed it more from having a the three point strict one to five? The three pointer, the three pointer, the Golden State Warriors. The three pointer changed the game. The, the so, Warriors, so you take these teams that now look at the analytics of the costs and benefits of having a three point shot versus a two point, and you go away from these dunks, these big men banging in the post, to now these sharpshooters that are doing foul things at the three point line. Right, so now you need people that can fly out there and defend them, and that's why you have players that are invaluable on a championship team like Danny Green. Mm. Right, so you have these three and D players yeah. that are going to put up a three for you and then lock someone down on the other end. Yeah. And I think that's become invaluable in the league now. See, but you're, but you what you're, I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying, but what you're arguing is different from what he asked. I think. So you're you're you the you're, positionlessness. Yeah. I so think, you know, but like, I think like, you. So like I you, think this. I'll go. I'll go further. Okay. With it. Okay. So you I have. Just you have everyone that's positionlessness. Positionlessness. Yeah. We, we it get what you're saying. Up, it's fine. Go on. No, sorry. So you have all these players that can now shoot threes. So you got, you have big men that can shoot threes, right? Uh-huh. And then you have these guys that can shoot threes and drive it like no one's business. Like Curry, as much as he's a sharpshooter, he can get to the basket. That's, that's as, ball handling. No, 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 no. But this is my point. So now you have these offensive players that are elite, elite. Most big men, when they get those switches off pick and rolls, you'll see them get taken advantage of like it's no one's business. So you need to have that positionlessness in the sense that you need to be able to guard all five spots. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter if you're playing the five, playing the one. You need to guard everyone, right? Yeah. So you look at guys like Kawhi. Kawhi can guard one to five. Because it's so easy mm-hmm. to get switches. It's so easy. You don't think... A five? What? You, what's Kawhi? What's you're it? telling me in a whole game, Kawhi couldn't affect someone like Embiid? I'm not saying he wouldn't affect them. It might not I'm be just the saying most you, you don't thing. think you don't think they get a switch. Joel Embiid on an ISO on the block. Will Joel Embiid's doing that to, to to fives to guys that that's their job. But it's not necessarily size though, right? I didn't say it was size. No, no, but that's the thing. So a five is technically someone that's bigger that's going to guard a bigger guy, right? I think this is where defensive IQ. You look at how Kawhi positions himself. You look at how Kawhi moves without the ball, and you see these guys now that have a higher level of IQ that are going to get in spots where. Even if it is a mismatch in the typical sense, they're not going to get beaten. I don't see Embiid very often being in a situation where he's going to switch off and now Kawhi's guarding him and he's like, easy, like give me, give me clear space. I don't see that I being would. a call. Because he'll, he'll he'll do that on Rudy Gobert. They just played Utah last night. Yeah, he had I believe twenty seven points. Joel Embiid. I first this is this my point. Suspension. I think one on one, Gobert can lock down Embiid, not lock down, but defend him. To a good point. Mm-hmm. In the sense of a switch, I don't see Embiid being able to take advantage of a Kawhi who's quick enough to make the read, to make the adjustment, Pick and affect the game. You know what I mean? And the thing is, after a switch, you still have to get the ball to him. Yeah. I think Kawhi's smart enough to prevent the ball from ever getting to him. Well, Joel Embiid's seven feet tall. You got to throw it in the air. Okay, he fronts him, and then now you have help defense on the backside. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah, but you're right. So, if, if you have... If you're playing that where it's... Where you're creating... 
a mismatch, mm. and then you have rotations, right? Mm-hmm. So if you get the ball to Embiid, then you have help coming from the weak side. Mm-hmm. That's when you're breaking down the defense. Joel Embiid makes that pass, you know, two, three passes. You, you got you got Ben Simmons cutting to the rim. You got a dunk. Or you got... Oh, I forgot yeah. we talked about his damn sixes. Yeah. You got... Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying. You got, you got, you got Josh <laughs> Richardson going around the perimeter. You, Yo, you how, how the bounces feel? How the bounces feel last year? How's who? The bounces. The what? Game seven. How them bounces feel? Oh, the bounces. <laughs> How them bounces oh, feel? Man, those hurt my soul. The bounces of Kawhi shot on them? Yeah, yeah. That was probably one of the best days of my life. That was... I'm mad we weren't in the same room when that game happened. I was squatting like this. I was squatting like that. We had a football game. We had a football game when that was happening. That's what it was. We, we didn't even game. see it. But no, we French, didn't see it. We, so there's a French team yeah. also playing... Uh, I think they were playing right after us. So they are like warming up. And they could see into an apartment building just beside the field. And they're watching the game from this apartment building. And um, we just hear them going crazy. We're like, yo, like, what happened? What happened? Yeah. And then our game finishes. We all go on like Sports Center. Tell the people what happened, Scott. Okay, so what happened? Yeah, walk so, us through it. So I was on the so I was on the field, right? Justice. I heard everyone go Justice. crazy, you know, dapping everybody up. I'm like, there's no way they're not, they're all Sixers fans. I was like, maybe maybe a couple. Of, there's no way they're all Sixers fans. So I was like, well, yeah. shit. Yeah. I guess my team. I didn't know what happened like that. Yeah. But I, I guess my team lost, and but. Silver lining, Kawhi's my favorite player in the league. When he was on the Spurs, man, that that he's a two way killer, man. Like he'll he'll he's come he'll come and give you thirty, specimen. and then lock down your best player. I don't know how he does this because you know what? Typically, you see the guys that are defending, defending, defending. They're gassed on offense. He doesn't care. I don't know how he does. Well, it's probably the load management. Yeah, load management. How's he? Was he? He's missed three or four games already. No. What? How many games have been the season? I think he's missed three games. Seven? I think he's missed three games. He's not missed three games. He just missed two. He missed the first and the two of a back-to-back. I and the NBA, and people true. were complaining. Yeah, because I was reading an article today. People were complaining to the NBA about, oh, you can't be doing that, blah, blah. He's like, well, he's knee- he's nursing a knee injury. I'm like, what? Yeah, but low management. I understood last year. People point, were mad at the at Raptors this point last of the year. season? Come on, load management? Yeah, I know. Seven games? But who cares about the regular season? You think Kawhi cares? He said it last year. Who cares about regular season? Yeah, but and we were right. Kawhi yeah, was but right. But what happened? But that's yeah. a chip. That's what that's what LeBron does, right? Load management? No, 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 no. I well, was gonna say he, he does the opposite. He all yeah, yeah, but he load manages himself mm. during the games. You see him. You see him all the time. To, you know, a play. Someone. Someone's cutting to the basket. He's on the weak side. He doesn't go for that block. Fair. You know, he he doesn't make that Fair. rotation. You know. He doesn't he chase. Plays, he doesn't chase down. Can you call that load management though? To that? Yeah, yeah, yeah so. because when yeah. you see it happen, you're taking a play when off. the playoffs kick in. What you do don't do that. He, 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 he's he's showing everybody. Because if you look at good. how many years he's played, but how many minutes he's played, it, yeah, yeah. When you add Olympics, the fact that he went to seven straight finals, yeah. so that's a lot. Of so the amount long seasons. He's played a hundred games a year, man. A hundred games. Yeah. That's just NBA. And like that was it his groin injury last year? That was his first like major injury in what injury, 17 yeah. seasons? Yeah. But he takes care of his body though. Well, that's your that's your instrument though. That's your job. They all do. Take I think some, he does it to another some level. To, some to more Financially though, he can do it though cuz he does things outside of the organizations he's with to take care of his body whereas yeah. someone making 4 million a year probably can't do. Yeah. 100 games a year, that's that's a lot of games, man. I do one a week when I'm tired. 
So let's talk about that, man. You guys both play basketball currently, yeah. right? You're yeah. in a you're in a league, right? Mm-hmm. So how is that being in the same league? Kind of you guys kind of play against each other sometimes. So first, I would just like to note that Scott's team sucks this year, <laughs> and okay. I think they're second last in the in the league. Is that all because of Scott? Um, no. Let's say yes. I'll be honest. Let's I'll say tell you. Yes. I'll tell you. Exactly. Oh, yes. it's yo Scott. Yeah. So Scott's Gavagio. pretty bad. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Mediocre at best. All right, so continue. My bad. Um, no, a lot of it's just like because Scott. Scott's not like confrontational in a sense like he'll, he'll say what's on his mind but he's not confrontational so there's a lot of people on his team that think they're that guy mm. and Scott's like significantly better than them mm-hmm. and they'll be taking shots and I'm like oh boy, oh boy. Mm. you should pass that one and then his team takes how else. would you act if you were on his team I'd yell at him yeah. at me yeah for what Oh, I'm just cause. No, I'm saying if you were in his position, so if you were <laughs> oh. on, if you were on a oh, bro, I call people out where people are taking. But his team won last year. Team. That's what pissed me off. You see, so you're going from like from worst to worst to Garbaggio. No, no, no. Second last again. Young season. Mm. We just won two straight. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried. Okay, I like the I'm answer. I like the answer. So how many games are in a season for uh, for the twenty one? R O A C. 21 games. 21 and then best okay. of three playoffs. And how many have you played to date? Uh, six. Six. Oh, okay. So you're, you're good. I'm two and you're four. Good. So we started That's not bad four. at all. That's pretty That's bad. That's not bad at That's all. That's not good. We're five so, and one. No, but can, so it's not bad at all considering the fact that it's a 21 game season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's why I'm we're only I'm two and four. You say so you're five and oh? Five and one. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm 18th in the league for scoring. That's not that good. Don't remember him Is asking, that good? I'm out of, a, out of like 100. Okay. 100. That sounds a little better. Is there more than 100? There's less than 100. Out of 80? <laughs> Maybe 80. This is getting more and more, uh, or less and less impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, by the second amount I'm impressed, it's like, okay. okay. How many points per game would you say that you're putting up right now? 15. I'm not a good. scorer, though. What are you? How would you I'm describe a yourself? A playmaker. What about you? But they don't track stats properly in that league. I'm, oh, I'm not trying to get kicked out of the league, but they don't track stats properly. Yeah, they're listening, man. Well, man, no, they're all games. Like, I'll read the stats of like two assists. I'm like, I can specifically remember five. Hmm. Are the points usually pretty ac- accurate, or is yeah. it just, yeah. just yeah, the it's, it's the assists, the rebounds? Yeah, yeah points are all right. A little questionable. Because, like, I'll watch Scott's game, and the stats will say two assists. I'm like, you need to find someone, or your league needs to find someone who's really into that kind of thing. Like, I remember when I was playing football, uh, Noah Halfcandy's dad, and Noah Halfcandy's kind of the same way where Noah's a computer. Exactly. So he, he's really, when he's into that, like, he's into something. You know what I mean? And we, we used to talk a lot about sports. If he's into, like, he has a lot to say. Uh, he has strong opinions. He's usually right. And his dad was kind of the same way. So when it came to, his dad was our statistician. Like, I swear, those things were down to the exact, he's like, oh, he had 146 yards rushing and a couple inches, wow, actually. Wow, kind of yards. I I think That's so. tricky, man. And the tackles and the assisted oh, tackles. Oh, man, like, no way. He, he was just like... And in Kaffa? That kind of thing. Yeah, and in Kaffa. That's they used crazy. To keep stats. They used to keep stats. How do you do the yards? You, wow. you you count where the play started to where it ended? Yeah, you just do you that. You do a little quick That's laugh. a lot of effort. Yeah, it is. But if you're doing... Especially if you're doing that all on your own. Yeah. Because then you got you to... Gotta, you gotta, Watch everything. See who's who's making the catch or who you know who's running the ball? Who tackled them? Who's tackling? You know? Was it was, was it two a, people? Was was it a, yeah. Tackle? Yeah. Are, they, are people getting assistance? Who's getting a half sack? Tackle for loss? You know all these mm-hmm. stuff. That's yeah. Like for so for our RA league, for example, there's one guy doing it. It's probably just a volunteer who doesn't really give a shit. Uh, he does get paid, and actually, I will say he gets paid. I, yeah, yeah, he gets paid. <laughs> and I will say, uh, so I play in I play in a league on Sundays as well. 
and he does that too. And he's been doing it from time. So compared to last year, this guy, he's he's good. I mean, he's, he's, he's not going to be perfect. I mean, it's one guy He'll counting points, assists. Uh, rebounds. Yeah, rebounds. They, stopped they used steals. to do steals they stopped and blocks. Steals. But but for one guy, it's it's tough, man. Like, because you, cause you got to, like, you got to see, you know, when the shot goes in, you know, who passed on the ball? Mm-hmm. Does it, you know, was it, does it constitute an assist? Yeah. You know, did he did he catch the ball, make a couple moves, and then... How does know? that rule work? I don't know like exactly, the, to be the honest. The distance, or not the distance, the, the time elapsed from when you pass on the ball and what they did. Like, is it kind of just a judgment call for whoever's it's taking the I think so. I think so. Do you think that's problematic at all? No, because I mean... For I mean, people, stats, people like Russ Westbrook, or supposedly yeah. people that care a lot about stats. Right. right? Do you think that, that could maybe cause problems at some point in the future that like... Man, like, that should I think at the assist. like professional level, there's not much guesswork to it. They're like, that's an assist, yeah. that's not an assist. Even if you're watching a game, it's to me it's did that pass create the basket? Yeah. Or did the basket create it? Or did the, or guy did the player the create it? Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put but it. But but also in the pros, like you'll have one guy that's just doing assists. Mm. Right? It's like that, huh? Well, I mean the I mean, I don't know that for sure, but you know, I'm assuming like maybe, maybe you're doing, guy you're, doing assist, you're doing yeah. assists. It's definitely a few and rebounds, sure. right? Like that; mm-hmm. those are your two things that, that you so have you to make worry sure about, you get them. right? You know, what? I wouldn't even be surprised if it was one person to one stack category. It honestly. could be. It could be honestly because they got to make sure, like, yeah. Um, and the other thing, like, I bet they. Um, I know when I played in the OVFL, they used to watch um, our statistician used to have to watch film. To like review and make sure that all the stats were right. Really, which I thought it was a little excessive. I'm sure they must do that. In the they NBA do. Too. I do know they do that. And in the NFL, you'll notice sometimes like um, CIS, NFL, lots of different leagues. You'll notice that sometimes they'll have stats, and then the next day the stat, change the box score will that be a little bit different. That makes sense to me though at the yeah. professional they level because yeah, some some people's bonuses ride on their stats. Yeah, that could be money. You better for get you, it you right. Know what I mean, so yeah, because you know, how mad I'd be if my average or whatever my my assist average or points average was messed up because there was one mix-up that put me down like 0.1% or whatever it was. Well, I mean, now suddenly I'm not getting $20,000, $40,000 maybe. And like we were saying, you know, there's fantasy. Yeah. You know, well, if I, there's money in fantasy too. I mean, that's not the league's problem. They don't care about that. Right? Not so much. But, but it gener- that generates money for the league though. I get it. Yeah, it generates interest in the league and ups the fan base and all that. But... Uh, did you hear about the you know the GM with the with the Rockets, the China thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you hear about, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, the, the GM the GM of the Rockets mm-hmm. tweeted about the protest in China in Hong Kong between the kind of the younger people and the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. And boy, them China that Chinese government was upset. They said okay. Because there's one network that televises NBA across the country. Mm-hmm. They said, that, that's done. We're not playing Houston games anymore. We're, we're not investing money in the league, but billions. Gone. Like that. And who... So it was Houston's... General manager. G- GM. Yeah. Okay. Which is funny, too, because Houston... Um, it's huge in China. In China is the biggest NBA franchise because really? of... Because of Yao Ming. Yao Ming. Because he's an ambassador so, yeah. to the league now. Well, what, about yeah, like, right. what about like the Knicks because of Jeremy Lin, Lin Sanity? Well, Lin, he, was, Lin he, was, he bounced around. He was also... He's he playing in Beijing now. He's playing he in Beijing now. He plays for Beijing. But Yao Ming, the Beijing Yao Ming got drafted to, to Houston. He, he had his whole career. Whole yeah. His whole career. The only real, you know, China-born player that 
made any real significant noise. In the, I mean, Jeremy Lin had his run, right? Mm-hmm. But Yao Ming was... Who's a, sh- who's a short player that dunked on Yao Ming's head? Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, huh? Nate Robinson. Yao Ming's yeah. family name is Yao. Like That's right, it's Ming Yao. On the back of the jersey, it says Yao. In yeah, China, they do, they do last name yeah. first. That's right. <sighs> Twisted ass country. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Triple S podcast. Watch them all. Yeah, that thing goes right. I'm um, sorry, guys. I'm here to announce that we've been shut down, uh, canceled forever. Uh, but on the real, I love Chinese people, man. This is Mike made in China, China, but you can't be talking to us. Oh, Everything facts. Oh, facts. Yeah. Everything is, to be honest with you. Man. Someone comes in, you're done. <laughs> you get a knock on the door. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm back to the initial thing. I like how the league's getting balanced out a lot more. Yeah. So instead of one or two super teams, you got. Two stars per team, kind of mm-hmm. thing, to, on those big names. Yeah, that's one of the big things right now is the duo. So like that kind of leads me to my next question. So, what do you guys think is the best duo? And then off of that, so I don't. The Go best duo might not necessarily be the duo that wins the championship. Who do you think wins the championship? Oh no, is I, it that's even a duo? Coin toss at this point. Coin toss. But I think Kawhi and PG. I think Kawhi and PG is the best. What would you say? We haven't even seen them together though. I mean, the answer is LeBron and AD. That's you what think? I would say too. Bro, bro. Those are two top five players. Where would you put PG in, in the league? Top ten? Uh, yeah, let's go top, top fives. Ten. Let's go top fives right now. If you top can. five? If you can. We'll start with Scott. Okay, do, do, we, do we count Durant? No. Hmm. Let's league. count him. He's let's not in the league. Him. Let's do it with Durant. Well, he's not in the league. Let's do it with no, Durant don't, without you don't Durant. Know, you don't know how the Achilles will affect him when he comes back. Let's do with Durant without Durant. The last we've seen of Durant and without Durant. All right. Uh, with Durant, honestly, Durant as healthy, ready to go, as like a, a skill set, as a package, mm-hmm. he's the best all time. There's nothing he can't do. Nothing. Okay, so, so and let's he's like say seven Durant, foot. He's seven so you feet put Durant tall. one if he's there. Yeah. Okay. So then now let me. I get, mean, well, I saw. The, I had to put LeBron. I had to put. But LeBron. this is the thing, though. How are you looking at it? What do you mean? Like overall as an individual player, player or? A cog in a machine of a team. You know what I mean? Impact on the team. It's Impact a team game. Team. It's a team game. Yeah. It's a five on five game. Because if we're talking one on one, that's a whole different. Yeah, yeah. That's, you could say people like Kyrie. I probably, I probably have to. Few. Facts. I probably have to go LeBron too, though, just because I think he has everyone. Well, LeBron. Durant doesn't have the resume LeBron has, right? That's true. LeBron's proven. How old is KD now? 30? 31? I don't think he's that old. He can't be in his 20s, is he? He's on the Supersonics, bro. Late 20s, I believe. Yeah, but he was one and done, wasn't he? I think he was the last. He year. is thirty-one years old. Oh, thirty-one. Right. September 29th, nineteen eighty-eight. Kevin Durant. He's a goddamn eighty-eight. So <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Wayne Durant. Wayne, I didn't know that. I so, know Wayne. Now you know. Yeah, LeBron James. Wayne. LeBron James is one. Yeah. He's done it for fifteen years. So you put KD at two if he's there. KD's two. Okay. If Kawhi Leonard. Ka- so Kawhi's two without KD. All right. Kawhi's yeah. two without KD. So then, who's your three? Uh, oh, like after without KD? Yeah. Uh, AD man. AD really okay. over like Giannis? Over Giannis. Over Giannis James? got exposed. I need, last I need year. to see more of his jump Giannis shot. Giannis got man. exposed last year. I need to see more of his jump shot in the playoffs. Giannis got exposed, but he's on his own hmm? in the sense of superstar level. Like if you switch AD for Giannis, do you think they'd do better or worse on the Bucks? No, like if you put on Giannis Lakers. on the Lakers instead of AD, would Whoa. they do better or worse? Worse. You think? Yeah. Because Giannis, Giannis needs the ball in his hand to perform. 
But that's what we've seen because that's all he has. Because who who else is going to score in the clutch? But think about what he does well, right? He's Bledsoe, yeah. slasher to the maximum. Brogdon yeah. was and Brogdon going to do it? Brogdon's playing like an all star this year. Brogdon is, is nice. Brogdon Brogdon's better than Middleton. Middleton is nice too. I like. Middleton. I'm not going to call them elite to the sense of. But would you call them nice? Top ten? Okay, but but no, wait wait wait. No, 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 but who? But do, do the Bucks have a better team this year than AD had his whole career in New Orleans? But did the Bucks ever get, or did the Pelicans ever get remotely close to where the Bucks were? No. <laughs> Does that mean AD's I wish the not a better player than Giannis? Right Does that mean AD's just, not better just than Giannis? And look at the camera. <laughs> Jordan, this guy, Giannis. Did they ever go to the po- Gian- playoffs? The Pelicans? Hell no. Giannis will take it into the paint and jam on anybody. Keep talking. Keep talking. He'll also come across the paint and pin anybody. Giannis. Giannis. Okay. I mean, AD will do that too. Yeah, uh, that's how. That's what I mean. So, so Giannis will take it to the paint, yam on anybody. AD will take it to the paint, yam on anybody. They'll both come across, protect the paint. AD also has a perimeter shot. Who's a better defender? On ball or off ball? Both. Overall. Overall. Probably Giannis. He's a little. I don't little know. Longer. I'll be honest with you. But that's fine. So, so say they're right there, right? Fair. Say they're right there. Yeah. Interior, interior <laughs> offense. Say they're right there. Yeah. Who has a better perimeter offense? Uh, but this is the Who thing. Who has better ball handling? Giannis? Hell no. AD was a AD was a point guard until he got to college. Okay. His have on you his got, high school team. Yes, he was a point. Bro, I was a point guard in high school. What does that mean? You're a better ball handler than Giannis. Don't disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But bro, AD AD has small. Has small position skills and a seven foot body. I think Giannis is just more explosive. Can do more with the ball. He can't do more with the ball. I think he do. AD can score from anywhere. Giannis cannot. I think Giannis can do more with the ball. Giannis got exposed last year. Because tell him, tell him, tell the people why. Tell him why. Because the Raptors exposed him. What defense they use? They 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 had three people at the free throw line and dared him to shoot. Who whose defense that deal was that? The Raptors. What coach? Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse. You said he was an okay coach. I did not say that. I said he was a great coach. We literally said at the beginning of this. What did I tell him, Brandon? You said he was a great coach. What did I say, Brandon? He was an okay coach. You said he was a horrible coach. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. All right, all right. right. You said something about his wife, too. Wow. Something about his kids. I think you came for the whole family. You did come for the whole family. (laughs) The whole nurse family? Yeah. He said they're not doctors. I'm dead. They're not doctors. Sure. Good point. It's not wrong. Coaches. Anyway, so we have LeBron, right? (laughs) We have Kawhi. Okay. We have AD. Mm -hmm. I'm forgetting someone. Harden's up there. Giannis. No. Harden. Harden. I had someone. Oh, I I was KD. Giannis is for. Over Harden. Over Harden. Yeah. I would put Giannis over Harden. Because you're talking about whole package. Harden's yeah. probably Harden will put up 50 and then let his man score 30 on him. Yeah. So honestly, what's, what's honestly, Harden plus minus? I'm Harden, Harden I, I I don't have difficulty putting him in the top five, but like, there's someone there's someone right behind him that I, I have to give Who? Damian Lillard. Over Harden? Underrated. Mm, I think no, but... I think he's underrated. He's right honorable there, man. Mention. He's right I think there. he's underrated. 
Damian Lillard. Okay, just point guard. He guards. ended a franchise. He, just he, he point put guards, a franchise put, into a rebuild on his own. Just just Who point guards. Where do you put LeBron Damian? James. Just point guards. Where do you put Damian? Uh, you put him number one, number two. I have to put him first over Steph. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about Steph. Honestly. We also didn't talk about him in <clears> the <throat> top five. I don't yeah. know if you can put him there. I uh, no, I don't. I don't a healthy Steph. He's probably. Yeah. One of the, if not the, is he the a best shooter step. of all time? Yes. Healthy step. Better than Reggie? Yes. Because this is the thing. This is the thing that Better people, than even, even yes. when people talk about like Larry Bird and stuff, mm. the game was different. Yeah. How many, how, like if you look at the stats, they were shooting like 10 threes a game? In it, like as a game. In a game. Like in a game. 10. Yeah. Steph shoots 10 in a half. Yeah. From half. From half, <laughs> so I hate when people say like. I, obviously, I have respect <laughs> for the for the range. legends of the yeah. game, but you can't sit here and compare a, a Reggie Miller or mm-hmm. a Larry Bird to a Steph Curry or a Clay Thompson. You can't. No, Steph the game's is evolved. The, so, the defense is elevated to another level, so threes are even harder now. I think. Uh, no, I would disagree. Defense is a lot harder to play now than it was back then. You can't hand check. They call they call every. I mean every the defensive IQ, foul. like you know what I mean. Like I feel like they know. Well, that's just because. The offenses are more complex and defenses are more complex, right? It's not because, be, because of the, I think overall the no, IQ it's because of the rules. Because you can't, you know, if if it's like you can draw up all you want, mm-hmm. if I can hold you and keep you from getting to the basket, it doesn't matter what play you have drawn up. Yeah. Now, now you know you have to you have to outsmart the defense. I like that what, though. It's which more is, cerebral. Which is what makes James Harden so great. People people off. hate on his game. You know, say he's. You know he he he's he's out here taking advantage of the rules. That's, that's exactly that's what, what they're he's for. Doing. That's exactly listen, what he's. But this right if you got a problem with it, you do it. Stop he's taking he's taking the rule it. book and tailored his game mm-hmm. to make the rules work in his favor. I like mm-hmm. that. That's smart to me. How it you mad at him? Smart. Be smart. And I feel like he's the type that even if you're mad at him, he's like, okay, okay I'm dropping fifty. Facts. My favorite, you know the one where he slammed the ball and hit himself in the face? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Because he hits it and he's just like... And then who's it? Josh Hart's like... Yeah, yeah Josh Hart. Hart. <laughs> and then he... And then he, 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 he did it to himself. See, with James Harden, you know what he's going to do. Score. He's going to put you... No, you know how he's going to do it. He's going to put you to sleep with his hezzy crossover, hezzy crossover. He's going to take one quick step. He's either going to step back for an N1-3 or he's going to blow by you and draw contact. How do you feel about that one-legged three? He he did that in the preseason. He's not gonna keep doing that. He I don't think so. It's gimmicky. He's not gonna do that. You don't think it's effective? No. He doesn't hit it a lot. No? Well, I don't think he hit it. Like I don't twice. think he's hit it in game. He tried it like twice. It's not a practical shot. No. You're off balance. He puts himself off balance to make the shot. It doesn't make sense. No, the time he tried it, he so the time he tried it, he could have just taken a normal shot. Did he give an explanation as to why he no. was doing this? It was preseason. Just hmm. having fun with it. Yeah. Shits and gigs. Yeah. Shits and gigs. Shits and gigs. If I, hey, if, I, if I'm dropping 50 on heads, bro, I'm, I'm going to mess around with some shots. In the preseason? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Derrick Rose. What about him? I love him. Okay. <laughs> are, you, are you putting him in your top five? I can't. Okay. But I wish I could. <laughs> but you wish you could. Why is that? Derrick Rose is my favorite player. 2012, Derrick Rose was another thing. His MVP year, was it? 2012. Was it 2012? Ah, I watched those it was highlights recently. Watch those highlights. Tell me you can't. You it can't just insane. smile. Was, the things he he could do everything. Who's here? It's Kemi. She's uh, she's cooking. Oh, that scared me. Bro. I was like, <laughs> whoo. 
Um, no, I don't know. I like that Derrick Rose is resurging. Just because, man, like, the resilience yeah. to have, like, for some people, career-ending injuries, three. He's had three potentially career-ending injuries. Still comes back. Now he's averaging 21 points a game. Yeah. I think that's admirable. How do you think those memes affected him? All the stuff about... He didn't have, he didn't have social media for a hot minute, but you're going to hear about it. Yeah. That's hard. Breaking news, Derek Rose tears ACL due yeah. to a slight gust of wind. Yeah, yeah. getting the newspaper. Yeah, getting, <laughs> getting, getting the thing is, people are roasting like him, but there are people that did way less that were hyped up way more. Mm-hmm. Greg Oden. Yeah, but that's a bus coming out of school. That's that's different than... But he played years. It wasn't like he played one year was done. Everyone was like... Yo, no, no, but that's... Because they picked... The Trailblazers picked Greg Oden over Kevin Durant. Correct. Bet you feel they stupid now. Bet you they feel stupid but, now. But, but see, that's that's different because that's that's your your college game not translating to the NBA game. But whereas, no, when he was playing, he was nice. You don't think Greg Oden was nice when he was playing? And then my boy just not a number one pick. Gave up. Was he two? I think yeah. two. Was he one or two? Overall, yeah, one. Was Durant it? was two. Yeah, Durant was two. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm that's thinking of the Jordan because because who did the Trailblazers feel? The Trailblazers hey, hey, picked hey, someone hey, else hey. over Jordan. The Trailblazers? Yeah, oh. they picked someone else over Jordan. Because Jordan Milich? went third over, no, overall. No, I can't remember it. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan went third overall. I can't remember his name, but I looked it up recently. But how do you, how do you think stupid. the Sixers feel? Well, who did you? See, you don't even remember his name. Markel Fultz. <laughs> they traded up for him. It's not his fault. What? Didn't he get an accident or something? He forgot how to shoot a basketball. No, there was, there was rumors that he got an accident but didn't no, want to get his contract I voided. I don't care. He's looking nice now. Not like a number one pick. Uh, he's gonna be. He's gonna be a solid. Anthony player. Bennett. Huh? Anthony Bennett. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like, are we just talking about busts now? But that's what I'm saying. If you're talking about busts, like, one of all time? I got cut. You got cut. That's okay. I think Anthony Bennett might be a, the biggest bust. Yeah, maybe or Greg. Because who did they pick? Like, pick who else was in that draft class of Anthony Bennett? Okay, so the the first and second picks of the year that Michael Jordan got picked were Akeem Olajuwon, who yeah, went first. Akeem Olajuwon went first, and then Sam Bowie That's went it. second. Who? He never to Detroit, right? He was not in the Hall of Fame. No Trailblazers. Uh, he's not. He was never in an All Star game. I thought it was Trailblazers because I'm never on an All NBA. Who drafted him? Who drafted him? Uh, Trailblazers. Oh, she knows wrong. I gotta bounce. You gotta bounce. No worries, man. Triple S Podcast, say goodbye to JBL Fuego, Jordan Brank. You can find him on Instagram at that handle, JBL Fuego. Thanks for coming through. Enjoy your dinner date. I don't, I don't post nothing. You don't post nothing? I just I just shout out the Triple S Podcast. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> all right. Later, bro. All right, all right, all right. So who's taking it all this year? Bus- let's get down to business here. Who's now taking that, it all uh, this year? Now that, the scrub, now that the scrub's are Now that the scrub's gone. Yeah. This is a scrub for I do my best. <laughs> I'm legally blind. All right. So who's winning? Is that the question? Yeah. My heart's telling me the Sixers are going to win. And they got a shot. They got a legitimate shot. I think they'll come out of the East. And then, as far as who comes out of the West, uh, there's so many good teams over there, man. Uh, but the Lakers and Clippers are, the are you know, the, the, the two, the two the favorites, team. right? Yeah. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, in football too, like any sports, you know, it's about who gets hot mm-hmm. at the right, at the time, right time, right? Yeah. Or or who's who's healthy at the right time, you know? Like 
if if a big a big name goes down, you know, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal, especially to the Clippers, you know, where yeah, they're deep, but you know, you have Kawhi and Paul George who are, who are great players, right? But they they need a solid team like like almost every superstar ever, right? But when you have LeBron James, who's proven that he can take anybody. 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 Those old Cavs teams. Yo, me and you could have been on that team. We'd be in the finals, bro. Honestly. He, he could take anybody. Maybe not me. I no, can't no. Really you could have made it. You could have made it. You maybe. Made it. Maybe. You got LeBron James, he'll, he'll, turn, he'll turn you into a shooter, man. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he's proven that he could take anybody. Bring him to the finals. And he's a very durable player, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you can count on LeBron that he's going to be there come playoff time. And he's gonna show up, and he's gonna he's gonna ball. He's gonna make his teammates better. He's gonna ball. Kawhi's proven that too. Mm-hmm. I can't take any away from him. Um, Anthony Davis has had his share of injuries, so you know, like that's something that we can't predict. You know, I honestly I, I hope that no one gets hurt. You know, yeah, I want it never happens like that. You know, we we want everyone to be healthy because that that'll be a hell of a series. You know, Clippers and Lakers, and so going in with the assumption that everybody's healthy. I gotta take the Clippers. Clippers. I gotta take the Clippers. They'll beat the Lakers, huh? In the, in the Western Conference Final, you think? If everyone's healthy, I have to say yes. Because yeah. though LeBron and AD are two top five players, like we went over earlier, mm-hmm. um, the Clippers are too deep at every position. They match up well against them. They beat them opening night. That's true. That's true. Right? Without, Without Paul, Paul George. George. Yeah. Without yeah. Paul George. Now that's not playoff, so that's you know that's not the same. They have a better coach. Mm-hmm. Coaching matters, you know. It's they got Doc Rivers, right? They got Doc yeah. Rivers. Yeah. The Lakers have Frank Vogel, who's a good coach. You know, he's not a bad coach, but not Doc Rivers. He's not Doc Rivers. Fair enough. Um, and in a seven-game series, you know, it's it's a big deal, and uh, I have to say the Clippers are the favorite. And then you know when it gets to the finals. You know my Sixers, they'll they'll have a shot, but uh, you see, you think it'll be Clips, huh? I think it'll be Clips. So who who do you think is the biggest threat to your Sixers in the East? In the East, well, it has to be Milwaukee. Milwaukee. They're the only team with the, the only other team with a chance, to be honest. Really, you don't think Boston? Boston's not saying anything. No. Toronto. Toronto's not saying anything. That's true because Boston doesn't have Kyrie anymore, but they have they got Kemba, Kemba Walker. Okay. They got Kemba, who's if you're gonna lose Kyrie, Kemba's a pretty good guy to you know he is. to to he slot in to slot in that position. He can ball. He's mm-hmm. he's he's Charlotte's all time leading scorer. You know he's a baller, um, but they just have so much turmoil inside the organization. You know, like there was the Kyrie drama last year, mm-hmm. right? But then you have players like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. You know these these budding stars that. Want touches? They want the ball. You know they gotta. They want to show the world what they can do. Kind of like the Browns. Yeah. But go on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the Browns, but and Brad Stevens is a good coach too. You know he he put it together. But but the problem with the Celtics is they have they don't have a big. Yeah, they lost Al Horford. They lost right? Al Horford to, to, to my Sixers, which is a big deal. That's crazy. Because what did they get back for that? Was that just free agency? That was a free agency. That was a free agent pick, which is a big deal because. When the Celtics and the Sixers met last year, Joel Embiid was not neutralized, but he had a tough time with Horford. Yeah. Right. So if they if they meet in the playoffs, that's 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 not a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And I challenge you to name me a big on the Celtics. 
I know they got that white dude uh, binds with the. Uh, no, the he's he's in Phoenix. He's gone too. He's gone too. They do have they do have one guy that's pretty solid. They have Taco Fall too, don't they? But he. I mean, yeah, they have Taco. He's just seven foot. He feels like, I feel like he can't move no, properly. He's, yeah, he's he's not good. He's just super huge. Yeah. They have Ennis Cantor. See, why did they why they did they Cantor. trade him? Why did or not trade him? Draft, draft him? Why did they draft him? Do you uh, think that he'll end up it. doing anything in the league? Because it's mean, gotta be more. It's more than just about size. You gotta be kind of quick and nimble on your feet. Yeah, you know what I mean? When you're when you're that big, man, it's it's tough to guard. I mean, we'll see. He's in the G League right now. You know, oh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. They're they're trying know. to you know tailor trying him, to trying to develop him. Yeah, yeah. But they do have Cantor. You know, Cantor's is not a bad guy, but then defensively he's not strong. Mm. So you meet if you meet the Sixers, you know, Joel Embiid's gonna pick him apart. Or Al Horford, you know, they have two really solid bigs. And they have no one else coming off the bench. So they they just don't have a complete team. And I don't see them making noise in the playoffs. Whereas Milwaukee does. Mm-hmm. But again, um, Giannis got exposed last year. That's true. He collapsed the paint down and he's not and really saying much. You he's dare him to shoot exactly. or you dare his teammates to hit shots, to, to hit shots and make plays, mm-hmm. right? And they didn't do that last year. Yeah. And not to say that Giannis didn't get better, but the Sixers got better. Yeah. So I see, and the Raptors, you know, they lost quite. And, you know, they're still a solid team. They'll make the playoffs. You know, they'll probably get to the second. They might surprise somebody and make it to the conference finals. But What uh, seed do you see them uh, landing at? Raptors? Yeah, if you had to guess. Uh, Give me a range. Maybe, a range? Uh, a three range, maybe like from five to okay. three or okay. something like that. I see them going from three to six. Three to six. Or three to five, I guess. Three to five. If that's a three-team okay. three team range. Yeah. So... You think they have the legs to go to the three seed, huh? I don't. But no. you gave me a three-spot a three, okay. a three uh, spot range, so <laughs> I figure enough. I use it, right? Fair enough, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the only, team, the only team pu- teams pushing to, to top the Raptors in the East are... Indiana's a good team. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn. They got Oladipo back, right? Is he not yet. No, no, he will be coming back, but they don't have him I feel yet. Like he's been injured forever. What was his injury? Was it ACL? ACL? I think it was ACL. Non-contact injury. I remember he was he was just running back on defense, just went down. Non-contact. Those anytime the worst that happens, yeah. Anytime that happens, you're like, ooh, that's. Just see the knee buckle news. and then, ah, they it didn't even buckle. Over. He just like, he just like took a half step and fell. It was it was really really weird. It was really weird. I remember when I was watching that game live. I saw him. I was like, "Oh, he just like tripped or whatever," mm-hmm. and then he was down for half an hour. I was like, "Whoa, jeez!" And then the news came out. But you know, he'll be back. He's he's a really good player. You know, he's really really good. Uh, they have Miles Turner, okay. another young star, a big guy. Wasn't he on the Sixers at one point? No, he was drafted to the okay to the Pacers. Okay, I'm thinking of someone else, maybe Evan Turner. Yeah, I think that's something. Yeah, Does yeah, Evan yeah. Turner have dreads? No. Okay. No, he doesn't. Kind of looks like a bird. Evan Turner? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, bit? yeah, I guess. Okay. A bird? Yeah, I, I guess so. so. I think so. If I'm thinking of the right guy. Maybe. Anyway. Um, Brogdon's on the team now. Okay, so he so left he's, from Milwaukee. Yeah, he, so he's playing well. He can play. I like oh, him. Sabonis is a baller. Sabonis is the four he plays with. Uh, he actually comes off the bench, but he's he's a baller. He's He gets 25 a game. He's mm-hmm. nice. So Indiana's a strong team. Uh, the Nets, you know, we'll see what they do with Kyrie. They've been they've been playing pretty well. Uh, you know, we'll see uh, how it goes the length of the season. They're a solid team. 
Uh, and then next year, watch out, you know, when KD gets back. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited yeah. for that to see the two of them healthy. Right. It'll be interesting to see how they kind of share the load because they're both guys that, as we know, they kind of – Kyrie definitely, with his ball handling skills, he thrives when the ball's in his hands. Yeah. KD thrives when the ball's in his hands. It'll be interesting to see how they kind of share that role of being like, – who, who do you think takes the lead in that situation? Does it have to be KD? And then how is Kyrie off the ball? Or does Kyrie be on the ball – and set up KD more so off the yeah, ball. Is that that's what I think. It is. Yeah. Well, I'm not necessarily setting up KD, but I think you know Kyrie brings the ball up. You know he's gonna he's gonna shake and shimmy, and he's gonna he's gonna break niggas down. Like that's mm-hmm. what he does, right? Mm-hmm. And he's gonna get buckets. Mm-hmm. But but they've both they both have that in their past where they've played with superstars, right? That's true. Kyrie played with Love mm-hmm. and, and LeBron, LeBron, right? And won a championship. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he you know had success. Durant played with. Steph, Clay, Steph, Clay, Dre, you know, entire starting lineup. <laughs> exactly. So, and they obviously had great success, right? Mm-hmm. But Durant doesn't need the ball in his hands to be great. Kyrie more so. does more so. You know, he he can still be great off the ball because he's he's such a good shooter. Mm-hmm. But Durant will come in the high post or low post, mostly high post though. Catch the ball. Face up, he'll shoot over you. Yeah. You know, he'll back you down, hit a turnaround jumper. Fade away, take it to the rim. Fade, yeah, one one uh, job step, he's at the rim. Like, Durant will do his work early. You know, he'll get position on the block or on the high post. And then the ball goes into him, and one, two dribbles, he's got a bucket, right? Kyrie will dribble for 10 seconds. Forever, yeah. And then turn it into a basket, right? So I think the ball will... Will will come up with Kyrie, but the offense will run through Durant. Hmm. Hmm. When you have a guy like Durant, you you can't not play through him, you know. Yeah. Especially as a as a as a three, having the ball go into the post, as opposed to it coming from the perimeter. Because when when it's in the post, you can hit both corners, you can go high low down to the block, mm-hmm. you can hit the forty fives. When you're at the top as a ball handler, ac- you can't really access the corners as well unless you slash. Yeah. Low block. That's that's a tough entry pass to make, right? True. So, operating the offense running through the high post offers a lot of opportunity, especially when you have a guy like Durant. Yeah. And it'll be scary to see what they end up doing. So, one of the things I, I also want to ask you about, uh, we talked about it a little bit just now, but the notion of coming off the bench and being a six-man. So, do you think that... Do you think that it's... I, I personally think it's a weird notion. Like, someone like Manu Ginobili, who... All those years on the Spurs was clearly one of the top five guys on that team. Was mm-hmm. could have started easily, and no one would have batted an eye. Like he should have. Well, I don't know if you could say he should have been, but I, I think some players prefer coming on the bench. What do you think of that notion and like that whole mindset that you have to be in to prefer coming off the bench? Uh, I think there's a there's definitely a place in basketball for the six man. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a role that's really really important to a team. You know, you have guys like. J.R. Smith, Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams, right? Mm-hmm. Those are that's those are they're six man specialists, right? There's a whole that's what song they do. about Lou Williams being a six man. Drake, <laughs> Drake six man. That's six right. Man that's like right. Lou that's Williams. right. So it's it's a it's a it's a it's a role to come in. Usually they come in as a scorer. Mm-hmm. Ginobili was more of a facilitator. Yeah. I mean, though he you know he could get buckets, he could shoot, he could he had sneaky hops too. You know he could yam, but. William, like Lou Williams, for example, right? He comes in and he gets buckets, yeah. right? So to have a, cold, a go-to guy... Yeah. He's cold. To, I love Lou Williams. <laughs> to have a go-to guy coming off the bench, 
is a big deal because a lot of times what coaches will do is they'll stagger their lineup. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll have their starting five, yep. and then they'll take two or three guys off, and they'll have two of their starters on, right? So mm-hmm. that's where you're, you're getting your offense from your starters all the time, right? Yeah. That are, and then you have the bench come in to, you know, fill their role as role, you know, three and D, rebounders, you know, whatever the role may be. But to have a scorer come off the bench, you can have some, like, a legitimate go-to guy, right? Yep. That you can trust that, all right, you know, shot, he's going to get us into our offense. You know, the, the play kind of breaks down. There's, you know, five seconds on the shot clock. He, he can get a good shot, right? Yeah. So, as a player... To, to embrace that role is something to commend because especially like you know you, you you make it to the league right so as you're coming up as a kid you're obviously one of like one of if not the best player on every team you're playing on yeah. right so you're always starting mm-hmm. you're you know you're balling all the time then you get to the league and you're like all right you're gonna come off the bench so that's an, that's a big adjustment right yeah so to able to be able to adjust to that and then excel when you're when you're when your name is called, it's uh, it's really something to commend, and you know the guys that made a living doing it. There's a, a few of those guys, and they've done it well. Yeah, that's true, man. Ginobili is is, is definitely one that comes to mind the most. Yes. Uh, yeah. And now that we're talking about Ginobili, I'm just thinking about uh, it's kind of definitely off topic, but rap rap references to basketball players and athletes mm. in general. And I'm trying to think like, is there anyone that has more references to them in rap songs in Ginobili? And Ginobili, oh, yeah, Anytime sure. someone talks about the left hand, I had I hit that Ginobili with my left hand. Yeah. I'm like, woo, in that Drake song. <laughs> I feel like people are always talking about Ginobili whenever they mention anything about the left hand because he's a left-handed, kind of one of those really good players. Yeah. Uh, do you think there's anyone that has more references to them than in, Ginobili? in basketball or any sport? I'm trying to think now. Like, I mean, Jordan. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan's got a lot of stuff. And honestly, Gretzky. I I find I hear a lot of a lot of Gretzky rhymes. Really, I think so. I can't no. think of one. Really, give me one. Well, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Ah, maybe, okay. maybe I'm maybe no. I'm maybe I'm imagining you're, that. You're maybe automatically uh, oh, shoot, yeah. disqualified, <laughs> discredited. But yeah, uh, Jordan Jordan's got a lot of lines, right? Uh, you know, uh, but a lot of Jordan's lines they're referencing like two three, right? So they yeah. they don't actually say his name. But like they say two three and they're mm-hmm. talking about Jordan or I I guess you know I guess LeBron. Or... There's a couple about uh, Odell now starting up. Yeah, uh, a lot about Odell. Reach back like one three. I'm I'm saying all these Drake ones, man. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I guess big Drake. Big Drake I'm trying to think up. of some other ones. Yeah, too. yeah. but uh, I remember uh, a lot of I read somewhere you know someone was uh, interviewed well someone that had interviewed a lot of you know uh, athletes and uh, you know rap stars. Yeah. Uh, all the rappers want to be athletes, yeah. and all the athletes want, want to be, be rappers, rappers, right? Yeah. So, so they're always. It's I crazy. mean, I mean, the rap, the rappers, you know, being what they do, they can shout, you know, they can shout out or they mm-hmm. can reference, you know, athletes in their rhymes. But an, an athlete, you know, he's they're not shouting them out on the court or on the field, no. right? But I mean, they're you see it all the time, you know. They're always hanging out. Mm-hmm. They're always they're always you know wearing each other's jerseys or mm-hmm. or their gear or whatever, yeah. you know. Definitely, but. Uh, as far as who has the most lines in the game, maybe it is Ginobili. I don't know. I think it is. Maybe we could Google that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a comprehensive study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna put some research into this. We're gonna analyze <laughs> a bunch of songs. Yeah. And come up with a list. Find out who's the most. I think it's Ginobili. Maybe it's Ginobili. Yeah. 
But on that note, man, like, so the the whole the whole process of hip hop stars and rap stars and just musicians in general and people in entertainment in general that are kind of befriending and uh, having those kind of relationships with athletes. What do you what do you think of that? What do you make of that? And I, for me personally, sorry, before I let you answer, yeah, the one the one that I think of the most, uh, Deion Sanders is one of my favorite athletes of all time. And uh, I watched uh, a couple of his highlight tapes in a football life and stuff like that. And I remember seeing uh, MC Hammer used to be on the sideline for a lot of Atlanta really? Falcons games because he was like the equivalent of Drake or whoever was the hottest, the, right. the hottest artist right now. Like at if Gunna time. was at Atlanta Falcons games, yeah, yeah. Like people were probably like, "Oh man!" And he's dapping up Dion. And um, I, I remember at one point MC Hammer was interviewed and he's like. They're like, how long have you been an Atlanta Falcons fan? He's like, well, I've been a Dion fan first, I think I've then seen an that. Atlanta yeah, Falcons yeah. fan yeah, yeah, yeah. second. So, like, but what do you make of the whole landscape of athletes and entertainment people, musicians uh, bonding? How do you think that affects both worlds? How do you look at um, that? I think it benefits the entertainment industry more than, I would say, the other way around. Yeah, definitely. Um but but it, I mean it's it's cool you know like like you you know you said Deion Sanders he he was kind of a rock star himself you know yeah like he like he was he was prime time you know yeah. he was Literally. he was all in the news being you know we talking had a flag that talk football team named after him that's right prime yeah time. that's right you know he was talking that talk but he would walk the walk right yep. um but but like more currently you know. A lot of, like, if you're talking about the rap industry, a lot of those guys come of, out of Atlanta, right? Yeah. But the Hawks, you know, they're they're not that, really that crazy. The Falcons are terrible. Um, but Quavo, the whole Migos is big fans of, of Trey Young. Yeah. And, uh, and the yeah. Atlanta Hawks, they even, yeah. they mention them in the Ice Trader game. That's like, right. So they're always talking about Trey Young. Yeah. So that's and, what I mean. So they got a new young star, so they're, yeah. so they're hitting up Trey. But Drake, what about Drake? Drake, I mean Drake with Kawhi. Global ambassador. Yeah, Drake yeah. was with Kawhi and Lowry and Duro, you know, any of the Raptors, right? Yeah. But I mean, and LeBron, you know, he co he co produced an album with Two with Chains. Two Chains, yeah. Right. Yeah, that was so that's cool. yeah, that's something that's pretty cool. You know, that's like that's a, like having LeBron James' name. Yeah. You know that that's something like like I said that benefited Two Chains like the, the industry, right? Whereas, like, people aren't watching ball because, you know, Quavo rapped about Trey. Exactly. I mean, maybe people maybe are. Maybe are. some people are. But, but for the most part, true. you know, you're watching ball because you, cause you like ball. But, like, yeah. if you see LeBron James' name attached to an album, you're like, oh, shoot, maybe yeah. I'll check that out, right? I did read a thing about that that had said that he didn't really do much. Oh, I'm sure anything. he did nothing. I'm he sure might he have nothing. been at a couple studio sessions and, like, yeah. said, oh, yo, that's hard. Like, that goes hard. Yeah. I heard he didn't really... He didn't really do too much for the album, other than like be present a couple times. Mm. But they they just wanted to kind of tie his name to it, and it's a good it's a good um, it's a good look for Two Chains for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, and honestly, mm-hmm. it didn't hurt LeBron at all either. So no. I mean, well, I mean LeBron. I'm sure they paid him. I'm, yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, anytime you use a guy's name, you know, he's he's making money. So yeah. LeBron's a businessman, right? So he's he puts his name out there even if he did nothing for the album which I'm sure he didn't yeah um, probably like, mi- very minimal very, very minimal. yeah if anything maybe they just like you know sent it to him early and be like hey what do you think yeah and think about how busy he is like he did not time yeah. to be at studio sessions no, exactly. every week like he's exactly. working out he's doing all these things for his body like 
He was filming Space Jam 2. Filming Space Jam 2? Yeah. Are you excited for that? I, uh, I don't know who else is in the cast because I, I had read I had read early on that they were uh, he had trouble he had trouble recruiting other stars hmm. for the movie so I don't know who it's the only time he has trouble recruiting stars yeah facts when it comes to the NBA <laughs> this guy gets to you know AD yeah, I facts. need you AD's there facts right? facts well I mean it helps if you're you're in LA that's true that's true when he was in Cleveland he didn't really attract anybody he got Kyrie Actually, Kyrie, no, Kyrie was, was there. drafted there. Kyrie was there. He got uh, love. Got? Love was there. Love. Well, love was was a part of the trade, the Wiggins trade. Yes. So Wiggins, they drafted Wiggins. But that first. was when LeBron was already there. Because I that remember was his I rem- first year. I think. I think it was before the season started, but I think LeBron was there, and I remember thinking like, yeah. "How's Wiggins going to fit in with LeBron?" And right. then they traded him for Caleb, and I was like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, I think you're I'm right. Sure I think LeBron, LeBron was a, there. A part to play. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think I think LeBron was already there, yeah. but uh, but Wiggins, yeah, he got, he got drafted, traded for K Love, but the Space Jam too, yeah, I don't know, we'll uh, we'll see. I mean, Space Jam one is iconic, right? Exactly, it's a great I'm, movie. I'm just scared it'll be a disappointment. It won't yeah. live up to expectations because of how good Space Jam how one is and expectations how high the standards be. are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think of? Um, so a lot of athletes now, like in the past, it was very common. And even to this day, it still happens quite a bit. But I would say to a lesser degree, the fact that a lot of athletes now are getting smarter when it comes to, hey, listen, like I can't be buying Rollies and Rollies and Rollies and then Lambos and Lambos and a Ferrari, blowing all this money and not making any other money other than my, my game checks from the mm-hmm. NBA, NFL, whatever it may be. I feel like a lot more... Uh, athletes are getting smarter about money. Def- there's there's always going to be the ones that are stupid with yeah. it and blow their money. Yeah. That'll that'll always exist. But I feel like the number is getting decreased. Would you agree with that? And um, and what do you think of athletes who are like I, I hear about athletes that are pursuing real estate and 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 being smart and like finishing degrees and stuff like that. So what do you what do you make of athletes getting smarter with their money? And if you would even agree with the fact that they're getting smarter with their money? Uh, I do agree. I think they are getting smarter just in general mm-hmm. uh, I actually read an article today okay Philip Lindsay on the Denver Broncos yes. he moved out of his parents house like this year <laughs> what swear to God he was Damn. living in his parents house for like a year and a half That's of his crazy. NFL career they live in Denver I guess so. They must. They they That's must. Crazy. But uh, if he got drafted somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Actually, he was undrafted. I'm. That's right. Sure he he was wasn't drafted. Yeah, yeah. He right because he was the first. He was the first undrafted rookie to make a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Um. But yeah, finishing degrees is is great. Oh, I'm I'm nursing this one. Okay. Uh, finishing degrees is great. Is awesome because being a professional athlete, you know, especially in football, but you know, ball too, one. Wrong step. Mm-hmm. The well's you know, gonna run dry at some point. One one weird hit mm-hmm. or you know, one weird hop and your career could be over, right? Yeah. Unless like if you're great, you know, you can come back from injuries like that. But if you're if you, you know, got drafted in the second round of the NBA, right? And you know, you're gonna come in as a role player, you you know, you break your tear tear your ACL or you know, you break a bone or whatever. Teams aren't aren't gonna invest in you because no. they don't see you with a high ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. Especially then, as your damaged goods now exactly. got hurt. Are you gonna be the same? Exactly. We weren't even sure about you before. Right. Now you're damaged right. goods. Like there's a very small percentage of people that make the league. There's an even tinier percentage of people that are stars, right? Yeah. That are worth 
you know, investing time and money in. So if if you if you don't have that degree or something to fall back on, right? Or like you said, investments, right? Mm-hmm. So you play a couple of years, you know, you get your bread up, you start putting it into real estate or yep. the stock market or you know different businesses mm-hmm. whatever it may be then when your career is over or you know if you get hurt or whatever you have a steady income that you can rely on right yeah. so i do see that more and more in general that also could just be that you know as we're getting older we're we're learning and we're seeing more about those sides of sports yeah. you know when we were kids we were like you know, we see them playing and like, that's cool, that's but yeah. you don't really, you don't really think about exactly. contracts or, you know, what they're doing outside of the sport. Right. Yeah. So it could, it could be that, but, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely a good thing, you know, to, to see these athletes take care of themselves because the organizations aren't, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Right. They, yeah. They're, it's a business. And if you're not, if you can't be on the court, you're not going to make me money. Right. I can't yeah. be paying you. For nothing, there's there's another there's a, a million guys that want your spot, yep. right? You get hurt, next guy up. Yeah. And that's one of the things that, that drives me crazy about not just the NBA but any sport. The fact that when it comes to management decisions, and I've said this before, I, I probably said it on the podcast before, but I'm gonna say it again. When it comes to the management decisions, when it comes to paying a player to get that big extension or that new contract, when it comes to keeping a player or just taking care of that player in any way, shape, or form in general. Uh, and when they don't, when they don't do what maybe the player deserves or what they think they deserve, it's a business. Yeah, it's a business. But when a player does something that's for their best interest, and only that's that's the other thing. Only the player and that person knows what's best for them. They mm-hmm. know what's best for their families and their livelihood and their future. And sometimes when they do that and it doesn't go in accordance with what the team's best interests are, so like look at people like um, Jalen Ramsey who he said when he was missing games near the end of his um, his career with the Jags, he said at one point that he was going to miss a game because he had a, a hurt back. Yeah. And then he came in and the doctor said he was okay. And then he's like, okay, well, I have to go uh, because I'm having a baby. Yeah. And he, he completely just found a new reason to yeah. be away. And he had the flu. And then, yeah, he had the flu. Like There was like two or three reasons. Yeah. And it's like, okay, man, like you just, you just don't want to play. Right. But at the same time, He's doing what he believes is best for him, but it's looked at in such a, a, a more negative light than when management does things. Right. It's a business. But yeah. if a player were to say that, it's like, oh, he's such a he's a bad teammate, bad influence on the locker room. What do you think of the the way that athletes are looked at in that regard when it comes to it's a business rather than how management is looked at in that regard? Do you think that would you agree that it, that it's that it's a little bit skewed and it's a oh, little unfair? Oh, is hugely skewed. It's very very skewed. Um, Another which is one, why sorry, before you start the holdouts, sorry. yeah, hold, yeah, that's, that's what I was that's just the gonna main say. Thing I should have That's what I was just gonna, so on. like so holdouts. You know, you had uh, for example, like Le'Veon Bell, right? Le'Veon Bell. So Held he signed a, a new contract, a whole year, mm-hmm. a whole entire season, right? And people are like, oh, you know, he's just even his teammates. He's being selfish. Yeah, his teammates. His you know, teammates. they're like he's being selfish, this and that, blah blah blah. But you know, if he goes in week week one, week two, week three. Blows out his knee. On a franchise tag. A one-year, not guaranteed deal. Yeah. He doesn't get a deal next year. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, damaged he, he's, he's damaged goods and he's not getting signed. You know, he, he holds out the year. He bets on himself. Mm-hmm. And now he's got now he's got a, got a more guaranteed, a more guaranteed money, contract, yeah. right? So you have a holdout in that regard. And then you have athletes 
you see it a lot more in the NBA. I mean, you see it from time to time in football, like in Jalen Ramsey's case. But in the NBA, you see it quite often when superstars, when they request a trade. So when you request a trade, and then whether you sit out or not, right? So like Anthony Davis, for example, last year, requested a trade. Um, and New Orleans wanted to sit him, right? Because they wanted to make sure he didn't get hurt. So they, they, were, they were trying to keep his stock and his value up to make sure that he doesn't get hurt so that they could get the most for him in a trade, right? Yeah. And they the, the league, the NBA, fined them for every game that they rested him. Yeah, right. they did so they, not. Yeah, so they had to get him out there to play. But then you have guys like, uh, like Kawhi or any superstar, right, with load management. Mm-hmm. And they have they have the say where they can say, you know, I feel good, you know, let me play. Mm-hmm. I'm all right, let me go. But then sometimes, you know, the you know, the coach is like, No, you're not playing, right? Yeah. So but but back to your question when you said the executives and the the organizations, you know, when, when they're trading pieces left, right, and center, right? They're just trying to get the most out of their team. They're trying to get the most ticket sales. They're trying to, you know, jersey sales. They're trying to they're trying to make the most money, right? Because it's a business. Mm-hmm. So you can't blame them for doing that because it's a business and, you know, they're not wrong. Yep. But then when the players do it, they're they're considering their self as a business, right? Exactly. I'm a business, right? I'm going out on the on the court, I'm performing, you know, and I'm getting money back from that. So I'm my own business. So so the organization is looking out for their best interest. So it's up to the so no one else is looking over no one else is taking care of the athlete except for themselves. Yeah. So if if you if people are on the athletes about taking care of themselves when no one else is that's that's just wrong, you know. Yeah. They they have they have to take themselves first. They have to uh, they have to worry about themselves first and do what's best for them. Yeah, and one of the most annoying things about like on, on the same note, like I always um, like I'm it, it's it's a thing that you kind of got to dance the line. But I love reading the comments sections of anything. So I follow Bleacher Report, yeah. Sportsnet, all all those accounts. Yeah, yeah. and I. It's a dangerous game because you, you know you're going to get fired up and you're going to see some comment that's just completely stupid. And you're going to want to respond where you're like, eh, no, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of times when, when the Bleacher Report will post something, I'll go in the comments and I'll just kind of sift through, sift through and see. And there's always people that have these completely wrong ways of looking at things. Or maybe not wrong, but just not the most informed way. So like a lot of people will say... Olavion held out a whole season, lost all this money, and then got a lesser contract than what Pittsburgh was offering. I mean, it's like, well, no, stupid. Uh, the, the contract was less in overall money, but More when guaranteed. you look at the guaranteed money, yeah. it's leaps and bounds ahead of what it was. So like you and you, you'll see the worst part is when you see people respond and comment and be like, exactly what I said. They'll try and explain in defense of Le'Veon or AB, whoever it may be, and then the original poster will comment back, and they're still. In the same headspace, yeah. some you're people usually like, oh, they're yeah, but they're yeah. Uh, they're being selfish. You know, they're not they're not putting the team first. Yeah. Blah blah yeah. blah. It's Kaepernick like, is a any any time yeah. an Instagram yeah. account posts something about Colin Kaepernick, I'm like, oh god, those are the ones, the most dangerous ones. Like, <laughs> to click on the comment section. Read? <laughs> and, and it's funny because whenever you see a Colin Kaepernick post, it's that kind of effect where it's like, man, do 
I want to look at these comments. Mm -hmm. And whenever you see a Pat Tillman post, because I think it was just recently his birthday. Oh, yeah. It's the, if you see a Pat yeah. Tillman post on Instagram, I promise you, in the first three comments, there will be something about Colin Kaepernick. Really? The, because people will say, oh, players should be more like Pat Tillman. Players player, player should be more like Pat Tillman. Yeah, he sacrificed his life. Stand up for what they believe yeah. in and not kneel like a coward like Kaepernick. It's like, mm. well, if you understood... And that's the other thing that, that really... I'm going on a little rant. Go ahead, go ahead, but man. When it, when, Tell it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to people who will comment about things that Colin Kaepernick did, I think that a lot of people are willfully ignorant. You could explain to them the whole premise of Colin Kaepernick's uh, protest why he took a knee, why he took a stand against ra uh, racial inequality and police brutality. Mm -hmm. But people will say that it was a protest against the flag. It's a protest against the NFL. It's a protest, a protest against America. Yeah. It's a protest against the people of America. And it's like, well, you, you haven't taken the time to, to understand why that person is doing what they're doing, why they feel that way. One of the things that I picked up, because I, I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan, one of the big reasons I started this podcast, yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a firm me. believer, and it's something that I also believe, and I, I now more so realize now that I listen to him all the time, it's that if you disagree with someone, the best thing to do is to talk to that person. But a lot of people, what they get caught up in is, I disagree with that person, why am I going to give them a platform? Yeah. Why am I going to talk to them? They're they, wrong. They're wrong. Yeah. I'm right. Yeah, yeah. But well, no, they, they they have their reasons for thinking that. Why don't you find out what they are? Right. Because then if you still disagree. Exactly. Then you can have, you know, a exactly. conversation. And I guarantee you, most of the times you're going to find some common ground on some level. Oh, for sure. There's always the whole idea of being left or right. See, I'm getting way off topic now. But being left, <laughs> left or right in politics, you might be left on some issues, but you might be right on some other issues. So, like, I think everyone, should, you, you can't be aligned with everything that one no. side says. No, no, no. If I can play devil's advocate, though, sure. you had mentioned, you know, um, some people are willfully ignorant. Mm -hmm. Some people are not, are just ignorant, you know, like yeah. not, not necessarily, not that it's not a bad thing, but it's not necessarily their fault in some yeah, just you know, like in the Kaepernick situation, right? Look at everybody who's trash talking him. Mm -hmm. Who are they? White males. Yeah. Right. So they, they, it's not that, it's not that they, they choose to to not know what's going on sometimes you know they 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 were never exposed to you know that kind of uh you know judgment or yeah. you know the the things that you know black men in the states i mean us too you know in canada not not as much right thankfully but uh you know it's 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 ignorance but it's not necessarily willful willful yeah. ignorance right yeah. that they're like they, you know, they, know. they don't they don't see it doesn't happen to them mm -hmm. i mean I'm not necessarily giving them a pass because they should see it. Yeah. You know, it's fairly it's hard clear. to see what's not right in your face, right? Like, it's there's a lot of things yeah, that but, that, but that's what I mean. Yeah. But with the social media platforms and you know, Colin Kaepernick, for example, you know, he's putting it in their face. Yeah. Right, that's what he's doing. Yeah. But anyway, this is the Smitty Sports Sound Off, right? It is, but I mean, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to ever limit conversation no no, I mean, no, no we're no, talking no, no. we're having a good conversation yeah, I, wanna, yeah, yeah. I wanna of keep course. it going of course but like what was I gonna say I just had thought of something um, but see Cap so Kaepernick yeah. so Kaepernick when he's taking the kneel people that say he's protesting the flag and you know the 
he's disrespecting veterans, you know, who went to... I don't think taking a knee is... Some, if he was, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like, like putting his middle finger up during the National Anthem, that's literal disrespect, yeah. right? Taking a knee is... That's still a respectful stance, yeah. you know, just in he general terms. He consulted a veteran. He consulted a oh, veteran. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. So, yeah, yeah. So, here, I'll, I'll Go ahead. Yeah, so, yeah, when he me. initially, the first game that he protested, what he did was he sat on the bench, and he had his helmet beside him, and I think he had his arms crossed, or he was just sitting down, and then people were taking pictures. It was tweeted, like, Colin Kaepernick sits during the National Anthem. And then in the, uh, the subsequent interview, he explained the whole thing, and uh, then afterwards, he had talked to, I think, one veteran or a couple different veterans. And uh, he was saying, like, am I doing this right? Like, am I, am I disrespectful in any way? And the guy was like, no, no, like, this is literally why. Like, the thing that people don't understand is that they say, oh, well, you're the, the, the military, he, it's a protest against the military. Uh, he's, he's, he's crapping all over what the military fights for. It's like, okay, what does the military fight for? Freedom. Freedom. That's right. right. Okay, that includes freedom of speech, the, the right to peacefully protest. If you're protesting and you're not causing harm to anyone else, that's literally what the, the army and, and the, the, the government fight for is to preserve that. Mm-hmm. So which is it? Are you, are you fighting for his freedom or is he, does he even have that freedom? See, they're fighting, they're fighting for freedom if, if what you're protesting is what they agree exactly. with. So, so it's not wait- real freedom. If you're protesting to something I disagree or they disagree with, then they're like, "Oh no no, that's bad for yeah. that's bad for culture." You know, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. He's 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 a thug. He's yeah. you know he's this he's that. So you can't have it both ways, you know. Yeah. If you're if if do. you're free, then so is he, exactly. and he has his right. You know, mm-hmm. he, your views and his views, yeah. they're you know they have to you have to find a way to coexist. Exactly. But anyway, so I'll just finish up what I was saying. So he, he talked to this veteran, and the veteran was saying, like, hey, everything that you're doing is, that's what we fight for. We fight mm-hmm. for your right to peacefully protest. If you feel like there's an unproportionate amount of African Americans being gunned down by police officers versus other races, or even just minorities in general, because it is, right? There's a lot of other minorities that mm-hmm. experience that same problem. It's highlighted mostly for African Americans, but... Um, so he's saying, if you, if you feel that way... You should be able to peacefully protest in the manner that you wish. People like to ignore that. You, right. A lot of people, and I, I've, I'll admit, I've been in, I've been in those feuds on Instagram, yeah, in the Twitter comment beef. sections, <laughs> where, where I've, I've seen someone comment that a thing like that about Kaepernick, and I'm like, and then I lay out all the things that I just said, and at the end of it, as I also said, some people are willfully ignorant. Some people are just ignorant. Some people are willfully yeah, ignorant. Yeah, yeah. This particular guy was willfully ignorant. <laughs> and even at the end, everything... And I was trying to be as civil, lay out why yeah, I yeah. think what I think. He wasn't reciprocating that. And uh, at the end of the day, he still believed what he believed. And that, to me, that was the main reason that I stopped doing those things. Yeah, I never... I, I never get it. involved with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not, not worth it. it. I mean... But so you many people do. There's it. yeah, there's a lot of people. Well, you just so said that you did. I did <laughs> you know? It's... Yeah, but I'm talking about like to this day. Like I, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. definitely stay out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's about Friday, the movie Friday. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite movie of all time. Rest in peace to, to John Witherspoon. Man. Really? Yeah. Yeah, one, Granddad. One time. For John one time. All right. Man. Yeah, that's right. R.I.P. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't I can't get into that anymore, and and I feel like. 
that's another thing that I've kind of drawn from. I stopped doing it before I started listening to Joe Rogan, but he he also does something similar in that he he says that even on his own stuff he'll post it and then he says he runs away. Like he obviously doesn't literally yeah, run away, yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. like, I'll post it. I'll see the notifications the flood in, and then I run away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, well, that's that's really smart because a lot of those people they're they're commenting negative things, negative things, oh, negative yeah. things, and they just want to be heard. Like a lot of times, they're probably just little kids or like little teenagers on the other side. They don't really mean what they're saying. They just have a voice. They have a chance to to say something to Joe Rogan. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna say it. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, they get a response out of him. They and get then, a response, if you're, he do you know, for. In support of, you know, like, like Joe Rogan's situation, you know, when you're a public figure or you're, you know, a famous person, there's no good can come from that, right? Look what happened when KD started, you know, answering his fans, you know, revealed that he has burner accounts, this and that. I mean, no, no serious, like, problems came out, but, you know, he's getting clowned for yeah. for all this stuff. And, like, Big time. There, there's literally nothing good that can come from that. No. So if you're, if you're a... You know, a public figure, you're, you're someone with, you know, with, with stature in society. Like, if you, what are you doing answering me? I'm yeah. just some guy that on the internet trying to trying to get a, a reaction out of you, you know, exactly. trying to, I don't know, trying to trying to have a funny little moment in my 50 minutes of fame, yeah. you know what I mean? Something you could screenshot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, oh, my God, look, he, this person responded to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They said this, this, and this to me. I told them. Yeah. I, told, I showed them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's nothing good that they can come from that. So just you know, like if you you know you got a picture that you like, you know, post it and let the people mm-hmm. say what they want to say. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. It reminds me of a, a recent situation. I don't know. If you probably saw it. Uh, the Brown safety, Jermaine Whitehead. Oh yes. So they came off a loss, Oof. and uh, he missed quite a few key yeah. tackles yeah. in that game. Yeah. And uh, Twitter let him have it. And he Twitter let Twitter let, have it. And he let Twitter have it. Whew. He was threatening people. He gave an address out. Yep. I don't yep. know if that was a real address or not. Yeah, I don't know. He was know. he was going off. He was yeah. sending death threats to yep. reporters. He was he was threatening people with blue checks. When I saw that, yeah. I was like, this guy's crazy. Yeah. This nigga's Gave crazy. the address and pull up anytime. <sighs> hands the hands are ready for Some you. Some people just can't. Just can't handle themselves in those situations, man. And, and that's what I mean. When you're when you're a professional athlete, or or you know, like a Joe Rogan, like a famous guy, you know, you everything you do is under a microscope. Oh, yeah. Everything you do, you slip Curry up Rice. one little time. Ray Rice. There's so Ray many Rice. guys we could point to. So many guys. How much more impressive is it? So we're we're talking about how everyone is under a microscope. Yeah. How much more impressive is it for the guys that you don't hear about in negative lights? Man. So, LeBron is I was probably just gonna under say, the biggest LeBron, microscope of any athlete. LeBron is no dirt on him. Is like the poster boy for for like how to be a famous person. Yes. Like he's he's a global icon. He's yeah. a global image. Everybody knows who yeah. LeBron James is, right? The worst thing I can think that he's ever done that I saw like a story about was when he slid into this IG model's DMs. But I think he had just said like, hey, she screenshotted it, posted it. I don't even know if it was real or not, but that's literally the worst thing I've seen other than this recent stuff with the Chinese, uh, but that was the Rockets GM. But, but that, but that, he, the reason he, he downplayed that, right? So they, yeah. so the, they, they asked him about, you know, how do you feel about the Rockets China situation? Mm-hmm. He just kind of said, you know, uh, you know, it's not really my place to talk about blah 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 blah. Yeah. And he said the Rockets GM was was 
out of place or uneducated or uninformed. Yeah, but but he, he didn't like he didn't really take a concrete side, you know, because yeah. he doesn't he doesn't want to upset those. I mean, I understand, you know, like what they're fighting for is important, for yeah. and he did take heat he for, for it. But I mean, like, but he's in such under a microscope. If he does one little slip up, the whole world's gonna know. You know, he's a married man with kids. Mm-hmm. You know, he there, there's that video that surfaces. He's at a party or something on the balcony. Some girl comes up to him. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't think I have. So he's like, he's like, he's just like jamming. He's, he's vibing around with the music. Some girl comes up to him, like touches his arm. He just like he's jamming and he just like points to his boy, like right beside him. And then the girl goes and talks to his oh, boy. Dead, so it's, and dead. he just keeps dancing. You know? Yeah, he's just like pointed to his boy and then and then you know people are like, oh, LeBron's greatest assist, right? Yeah. Facts. So, <laughs> Facts. 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 So uh, you know things like that. Like he just he never slips up. You know he he opens his own school. For for underprivileged kids, inner city kids with like mm-hmm. free backpacks and bikes and. You know, breakfast for the I think kids. They like, all got a pair of shoes, a pair of LeBrons. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. maybe. Yeah, they got they got some stuff. They yeah, got they got stuff lots of stuff. There's and a free cafeteria. Did he you does. Say that? Yeah, yeah. They get give them breakfast. Yeah, and probably lunch too. Yeah, I'm sure. But you know, like, and he he just he doesn't make mistakes. You know, like you have, like you said, Ray Rice. I mean, even the biggest players in the NBA. You know, like Jordan had his his uh, his share of uh headlines you know yeah. and you know you have, yeah you got kobe bryant you know his yeah. allegations you know like like he wasn't big with me shooting in the gym in the gym baby <laughs> yeah. so so you know the, these guys like one little slip up and it's all over and he hasn't and he's been in the spotlight since high school yeah. right so lebron's been a lebron's been a been a headliner since high school not since the league since high school so, so that's long time 20 years. 20 years, mistakes. not one blemish. Unless he's got the best. Maybe LeBron's an alien. An alien? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe he's working for the CIA and they're just really good at covering things. Yeah, maybe. He's been an absolute professional his whole life, you know, mm-hmm. like... Like I said, you know, like if you're if you're a single guy, you know, and you get, you get seen, you know, partying around, like there's no... Like, you're allowed to, right? But, you know, he's a married man with kids. He's always, you know, done his work. And, you know, he, he, he just doesn't have a blemish. 20 years. Yeah. It's impressive. All right, man. We're, we're running out of time here. So oh, we'll, we'll, we'll try and wrap it up a little bit. La- any last things you want to say about this NBA season? Any things you're looking uh, out for? Any things you're, you're excited for? Any last notes? Uh, I mean... We 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 said we touched on it a little bit, but you know we're just I'm so excited that we finally have some legit contenders. Parody. Some That's legit contenders. We yeah. have. I was going over this the other day. Seven legit title contenders. Who are they? Seventy Sixers. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. In the East, I'm sorry, but that's that's it. That's <laughs> the only okay. legitimate okay. title contender. That's fair. Know? That's fair. And then you go to the West. You got. Clippers, Lakers. Mm-hmm. Portland's a strong team. Mm-hmm. They were in the Western Conference Finals last year. That's true. Right? Houston. Mm-hmm. We'll see how they come together with Russ and James Harden. Mm-hmm. Um, One more. Who am I forgetting? I said Houston. I said... Uh, 
see. What about um, the Pistons? Not the Pistons. The Pistons. Not the Pistons. Um, the Nuggets. Nuggets. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's Jamal it. The Nuggets. Murray, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, Champions. they're a team. They're deep. What about the Mavericks? They're Do you think deep. the Mavericks have any chance? Not for a title. No, no not, not this year. Not this year. Not, not for a title. Not for okay. a title. The, Fair enough. I think they'll make the playoffs. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. And they gave the Lakers fits. They almost, yeah. They almost they should maybe should have beat the Lakers in that. Well, game. they took them to OT. Yeah. But they were leading for most of the game. Yeah. That I that I watched at least. But another team like that you can never forget is the Spurs. Yeah. They're like they're like the Patriots. They're not on the same level as Definitely the Patriots, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're on the Patriots. The fact that they're always relevant. Yeah. Always well coached. Always. Yeah. They're well coached. As long coached. as pops there. So and and they're always you know they're always they're, they're never a team that you know you can walk into their stadium get a win and and bounce. Yeah. Right. They're gonna make it tough on you, and even in the playoffs, right? Like a seven game series. You know, like they, depending on you know if someone has a little injury or. You know, they get hot or something. They might knock a team off. You know, they're. I don't think they're going to the finals. No. But, you know, they could get hot and take out a team that you wouldn't expect them to take out, right? The Rosen can play. He's got to fix those uh, those braids, though. Those corners. <laughs> I don't like those Yeah, corners, those little man. weak. Yeah, he's, they, yeah, he's they, yeah they're soft. That. They're soft. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a hooper. He is. And he gets buckets. Yeah. And he's expanded his game to be more of a facilitator they got DeJounte Murray back mm-hmm. very very I strong like guard he's I very like very strong yeah. great rebounder great defender and an excellent slasher solid shooter um Derek White just played for Team USA you know he's okay. a solid guy okay. they have LaMarcus Aldridge of course uh Jakob Pertl a good role player coming off the bench wasn't he on the Raptors he was on the Raptors yeah yeah, yeah he was in the Kawhi trade okay he went with DeRozan crazy. yeah yeah that's right wow. seems like a while ago eh? it does it wasn't even a year ago because it was at the deadline. You know, it was right at the deadline that they traded. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah, the Spurs are a solid team. You know, I they're not going to the finals or anything, but they're a solid team. But, like, seven legit title contenders. That's more than we've had in, since I've been watching basketball. Time. Honestly. And then next year, we're going to add another one to that list in Brooklyn. Yeah, and maybe even Golden State with uh True, yeah, Curry yeah, that's right. When Curry, and Clay, and Clay. Dre get back. That's another title contender. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, seeing how the offseason plays out, you know. It's exciting. If Miami gets another couple pieces, they could be a strong team. Indiana, Jimmy, if they get another couple pieces, they could be a strong team. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. I, love, I love when there's parody. Like, you yeah. can watch any game and you're like, man, like, it's, it's not a, win. yeah. Like, like the, last, the last four years were the same two teams in the finals. Or, no, sorry, uh, four years save, before that. Save for the last year. Before that. Yeah, the yeah. four years before that, yeah, yeah, was uh, Cleveland and Golden, Golden State. State. And we knew and we knew it was going to be them. And then when Durant went there, we knew that they were going to win yeah. every year until they got hurt. Him and Clay Bullock got hurt. If, mm-hmm. if it weren't for that, they would have won last year too, right? Oh, man, the Raptors, the Raptors oh. had that. Yo, they had a with, game plan. No. With Clay and hey, Durant, hell no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end no. this podcast the way that... Uh, it's Kanye, Kanye West edited his oh. oh, speech at the Grammys. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> All right, yo. From the Triple S Podcast, I'm Brandon Smith with Scott Marriage. We had Jordan Branker in here before. Uh, let the people know where they can find you on IG, man. Uh, I'm on IG. Again, I don't post that much either, but it's your boy, Lil Baller 73 Nice. Uh, yeah, hit me up. All right, man. All right, so we'll see you guys soon. We'll have some more uh, content dropping very soon. So from the Triple S Podcast, Brandon Smith, see you later. Yeah.
Yeah.